Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Business Boys. Um, Jimmy here, feeling good, finally getting some nice weather. But the, the one main ray of sunshine that I have is with me, as always, my main man, Spence. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for that lovely uh, introduction. <laughs> I'm in a really good mood today. I don't know if it's the weather or whatnot, but I'm really excited to record this podcast with you. I don't know if you could see, but uh, I'm burning a candle right now. Ooh. I, don't, I don't know if I've mentioned on the pod, but I've been weirdly obsessed with candles lately. I got a bunch of different scented ones on Amazon. I got like one huge uh, patu- t- tobacco and patchouli one that I've been burning. And it I got a bunch like of uh, tobacco? patchouli. I, I don't even, it, it doesn't really smell like tobacco. It's like a pretty popular flavor. Okay, nice. Um, and yeah, I got a bunch of cheap Ikea ones. I, I don't know. It's just something like peaceful and relaxing about it. Of course. I'm an Serenity. incense man myself, but it's like, you know, mm. it's I, I just cause it's cheaper, but I do like the candles. Um, did you know that fun fact, uh, you shouldn't light scented candles while you're eating. Cause like, you know, you're, you, you taste with your smell sense. Mm. So it like fucks up the taste of your food. Yeah. I always put it out. Um, when I'm eating. Nice. Don't know why I just do. And what my girlfriend uses, uh, she recently got this, um, it's not a vaporizer. It's like a, a diffuser. Mm, yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend's, yeah. it's a girl thing. Yeah. Those are awesome. Yeah. The, the bergamot. Yeah. Just make the room smell lavender. delicious. Yeah. And eucalyptus. Eucalyptus mm. is my favorite. It's like you're at the massage parlor, you know? <laughs> Reminds me of those steams used to take after spinning. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Clear the lactic acid out. Oh yeah. Um, you know, should we, uh, should we dive right in to, uh, to the today's breaking news? NASA discovery. Did you see it come across? the 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 social media world no i actually did not see this yet so i'll let you take it away yeah so i i mean i I barely understand what the fuck they're talking about and like but it came out like today as in today as in uh what is it wednesday wednesday it's recycling day yeah it's wednesday and supposedly there was like a discovery in antarctica and they discovered this like parallel universe where they at first they were like, "What the fuck is this?" They found it like a while ago, and they were like, "No, no, no, this is this doesn't make sense. Like it's something else. Like it's just like an anomaly." And then they found it again, and it's like this parallel universe where time goes backwards. So it's like it like defies like our understanding of the laws of physics. But like I was reading into it, and there's not like there's not much information more than that. And like I didn't really fully get it because I'm not a physicist. But yeah, crazy discovery, I guess. I love shit like that. It reminds me of Family Guy when Stewie and Brian are traveling through all these different dimensions. And I was watching uh, Lex Friedman podcast a few weeks ago. He's a MIT professor, researcher, artificial intelligence. And they had, uh, what was the bloke's name? Physicist. I think uh, Roger Penrose. And and he was kind of mentioning uh, ideas of infinite or unlimited uh, parallel universes and such. So... I'm fascinated by the idea. I definitely believe in it. And uh, super cool. Yeah, hopefully there's like some something concrete they could show. Like, how do you even discover something like this? So well, I'm gonna have to look yeah. at this link after. Yeah, you gotta check it out. They have this. Uh, it's called Anita. It's this like this like uh, I don't even know. Like it's like this Anita. 
It stands for um, Anita, it's like this Carita. antenna. Um, Ooh, I take you down, Coco. Here, it's the researchers use NASA's Antarct Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna, also known as Anita, a radio detector right, that right. is mounted on a balloon that can identify cosmic ray air showers in the cold, dry air above Antarctica. So they found, I guess, it's instead of it being like the in the upside down, like in that that show, it's the it's the reverse time. It sounds like a topic I'm gonna have to go on YouTube and watch a a video of someone explaining it in plain English for my stupid brain to comprehend. Yeah, yeah same. But I'm quite I'm quite jacked up too. I, I'm surprised Joe Rogan didn't tweet this out. He's usually all over this shit. He probably did, and I missed it. Mm. I've been trying to limit my Twitter lately. Rogan spent too much time on it. I also saw Rogan in the news. Uh, Spotify went up because uh, he just explained an exclusive, exclusive podcast deal with Spotify. Ching. Yeah, supposedly worth a hundred million dollars. That is so much money. What the fuck, man? I know least, that's. I mean, they obviously overpaid. We saw overpayments with all the streaming services for shows, right? Yeah, for sure. But like, uh, yeah, podcasting has reached a new level, and man, I. I recently, like, I watched a few Joe Rogans. Like, he's getting over millions of views, uh, over a million views on on each each podcast. And like Elon Musk's podcast, will have thirteen million views. So you gotta imagine yeah. that it's it's probably one of the most listened to podcasts, downloaded, maybe number one. I think it. I think it might be. Um, yeah, I'm gonna miss least, the. At, I at love the YouTube know. clips, though, man. But is I he love not those, gonna like, be on YouTube, YouTube anymore? I don't think so. I think it's an exclusive licensing deal. So it's Spotify or nothing else. Hmm. Interesting. Because I do, yeah, maybe it's just not with Apple you're thinking. I thought I read exclusively Spotify, so no more YouTube. And I do like those shortened five, 10 minute clips because, uh, you know, the interviews are pretty long sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the, the, the quick ones. But yeah, man, Joe Rogan just fucking racking in bills. So at least we know where to start, like, you know, where to like kind of start our negotiations when we talk to, to Spotify. You know? <laughs> yeah, we got to aim high, bro. That's that's what I've learned from this. Like whatever our, our valuation is, we got to multiply that by 10. And then that's what we're, we're selling for. Yeah, I can't find, uh, can't find the most downloaded podcasts here. Did you watch uh, Elon second second time on? I thought it was uh, absurdly normal for him. Was it was good? I, I thought the first one was way better because he was seemed just like a mess and he smoked weed. This one was way more normal. That's crazy because he hasn't been the most normal person as of late. Yeah, he seemed pretty grounded in this one. Uh, mm -hmm. Lots of talk about Neuralink, which is super interesting. And then they talked about uh, the coronavirus and the lockdown a lot. Well, they're both like kind of like over it, like you know, both being California boys. Like Joe Rogan's saying he might leave for Texas, or no, Elon was saying he might leave for Texas. Joe Rogan was saying he might leave because the only reason he's there is the comedy store and friends. But if he can't see his friends and go to the comedy store, he's going to go elsewhere. Well, I think it's opening, kind of opening up now. We're seeing most states do that. So, right, mm -hmm. this interview is like a week and a half ago. Yeah. And like, even like, I think in Florida, it's like, yeah. 
they're allowed 25% of capacity in restaurants and stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens with like offices and that because um, I know certain companies, like I know Jack, Jack Dorsey's companies, Twitter and Square, he said you can, uh, employees are encouraged to work from home forever. No, Meaning like you can work from, yeah, but like, I mean, seriously, and I've noticed this too, and many people have, a typical standard office job, there's, not, there's nothing you really can't do at home. I agree, but you have to be in the office for. So it's just an option. You can still go in from time to time or probably every day if you want, but it just gives options to people. You know, it gives people more flexibility if they have kids, especially if you have dogs, it's awesome. I mean, I love dogs and I hate leaving them home alone. And then I'm probably more productive at home. I'm just able to get more things done. You know, the only thing that's not being crushed faster is my podcasts. Because I'm not yeah, traveling. Yeah, travel listening. My reading has gone way down. And I, I agree. And like, especially now that there's more and more like dual income families and stuff like that, it makes it a little lighter load when you're not traveling to work here and there. But I, I still think one thing that, that people don't realize maybe is like everyone that you're working with now, you've worked with in the office before. But as you get new hires and as you, you know, like bring more people in, it's going to be hard to keep that like company culture that people find so important. So I, I, I don't see it. Like, I can't see how people will just, like, never, like, you can just hire people and they'll never go into an office to meet other people. But I think that there'll be, like, a dramatic decrease in how many times a week you're going to the office. Like, I personally, like, I can't see myself being down with going to the office more than three times a week. But I think three times a week is, like, it's pretty chill. Like, going Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you do all your meetings those days. If you have other meetings, you fucking Zoom them up or Google Hangouts on Mondays and Fridays if you need to. But... I think it's pretty legit, but I would like to go in, uh, you know, a few times a week. But I'd say I would, if I had the choice, I'd go in once every two weeks, just like that's it. Yeah. It also depends on what you do, right? Like if you're in sales, like it's like, you know, you have a sales team for me, it's, I want to go in and listen to everyone and see what their pitching is like and, and all but that you stuff. You can do that over uh, Zoom, no? You can, but like, you know, it's nice to have the vibe and stuff like that. I, I personally, I think I'd, I'd like to go in twice a week, three times a week, you know, something like that. But um, you're just mad you don't get to check girls out in Lulu pants. What? <laughs> um, our sales team is all guys, so I <laughs> definitely wouldn't be missing that. But no, but you know, on your walk to work. Oh, on the walk get, to work. I see what you, you get, mean. You get some you nice know, uh, stim- stimuli in the eye. Yeah, I feel yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting to think like, let's say you have a, an office of let's say two hundred people. You can you can only have you can have an office space that only takes a hundred people and kind of coordinate like, oh, these teams are in Mondays and Wednesdays, these teams are in Tuesdays and Thursdays, and like Fridays optional or something like that. And you could really downsize your office, the amount of like computers you have. You know, no one has a desk. Who knows? But um, mm. I think, yeah, obviously everyone's rethinking it and stuff like that. But maybe there'll be way less like transportation, less less commotion in the ocean, less less pollution in the solution. You know? Definitely, one hundred percent. But I, it looks like a lot of like a lot of like tech companies, like Slack. I think said they're pushing their they're going back to office until September. Facebook said no fifty plus person events until like June twenty twenty one. 
Um, Unfortunately, I think Christmas parties will, uh, you know, might be outlawed. Company drunk fest. Good old. I love like the one or two people that always get too drunk at the Christmas parties. And then they're like the talk of the office for the week back. Yeah. I mean, I've been there before, so it's not my proudest moments. Not something you want to do, I'll tell you that firsthand. Mm-hmm. And we got some uh, M&A news or potential M&A news that's been buzzing around. Uh, first, probably the most hilarious one was Facebook paid $400 million to acquire Giphy. Am I saying that correctly? I, I, I can't imagine it being pronounced any other way. <laughs> okay. Giphy. They're GIFs, no? It's a, it's like a collection. It's pretty much a Facebook for gifts. You know, if you've, uh, if you need a nice gift to throw into your Twitter uh, posts, I think that's, that's the place to go for it. Yeah. I don't know how I, it works though. Do they have to pay like the people in the gifts? Like does, do, does Michael Jordan get money for the crying Jordan and all these I, million I, gifts after the last dance? Yeah. Like I don't get how Giphy makes money. I don't think it does. No, I think Facebook, you know, they kind of bought it to just integrate it in chat and, and yeah. in, with Instagram and stuff, like I right? use it. I, I don't know if it's Giphy, the specific one I use, but they do, they do spice it up. A, it probably is. A, a nice yeah. convo, you know? You can throw in like, like, yo, let's go party. And then you throw like a Giphy of like John Belushi chugging a bottle of Jack at an animal house. It really adds to the, the emphasis of what's going to be going down, you know? Yeah, gets the blood flowing. I think too. I read that um, you'll still be able to use use those gifts on like Twitter and external uh, social media platforms, so it won't be kind of an exclusive Facebook thing. Okay, cool. I was worried but, there for a second. Man, that price—the purchase <laughs> price—just made me laugh so hard. Four hundred million dollars. Could you the, imagine the guys like creating this? Must be dying of laughter. Can I mean, you imagine probably like. Super- How's he? Oh, like this is my boyfriend. Like he's super rich. Oh, how's he so rich? Well, he created this thing, and it's like essentially like you know you can find like clips of movies like but really quick like two three second clips of of stuff and put them in your chats. Oh, what a fucking deadbeat! Well, he sold it to Facebook for four hundred million dollars. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And then another pretty cool acquisition was Apple buying Next VR for 100 million. Uh, Apple's been doing a lot of uh, putting a lot of time and energy and money into augmented reality. So um, VR, AR, kind of somewhat go together in a way. But uh, building out their war chest, the company, you know, not too many details about it. I did see they have some licensing deals with NBA and NASCAR to watch their events. Uh, in VR, which is pretty cool. NASCAR race in VR would be awesome. That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the curious, um, obviously with Apple TV launching and, and, and that curious to see where they're going to go with, uh, this VR acquisition and some of their other AR and VR efforts. Have you ever seen, uh, the show, um, altered carbon? No, I have not. Okay, it's pretty cool. It's like uh, it's like takes place in the future, and essentially, like you have like a, your brain downloaded on a chip, so like your body can die, but your brain, like you don't, essentially, like yeah, whatever. But they have like as the guys like walking through the towns and stuff, they have like AR advertisements and stuff like that, and they're like they're specific to like who you are, you know, and like what like they're like targeted ads, but they like pop up as you're like walking through the city and shit like that. It's pretty crazy. 
maybe we'll live in that world one day. Maybe, yeah. That's sort of some Black Mirror shit right there. Like we're not that like like we're not that far from it. Like you know, you think of like Pokemon Go, like that's AR. Like imagine you could just put on goggles and you just you're an AR, and there's like a Charmander like walking by your feet and shit. <laughs> Fuck, that's the world nuts. I one day want to live in. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's right around the corner. Hopefully. No. What else we got here? Um, to uh, to Africa is uh facebook's launching this uh well facebook and a bunch of telecom companies are going to be building a massive uh fiber optic cable around the entire continent of africa to bring better uh wi-fi internet 5g to to mostly africa uh, interconnects europe via egypt and the middle east via saudi arabia so that's a shit ton of fiber optic cable to lay down. It's going to stretch 22,900 miles uh, or 37,000 kilometers. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a pretty big project set to be done in like 2023 or 2024 to be finished. Yeah, I love it. That's great. I mean, uh, hopefully get some better infrastructure in Africa. Obviously, Facebook uh did some research and realized that africa is probably the only place on the globe they haven't fully penetrated so they're going to try to get in there you know boost that arpu up one t- 1.22 uh, billion people in africa and then i think facebook makes 25 bucks per user in north america and six bucks per user worldwide something like that i don't know why it's so much higher in north america do people well, just spend more on targeted up. ads or what yeah, it's common across all uh, all the social media companies, even Google. Um, you know, advertisers. They're they're it's, uh, America's a huge huge economy. Yeah, huge huge amount of consumption. So that's where most of the ads take place, and they're also an American company. So yeah, that's where they have the most of their users. And but it's a per user basis. Like yeah, uh, anyways, yeah, we get a lot of ad- we get a lot of ads. Yeah, <laughs> I think what you see, like you, you'll see the global uh, average revenue per user. By the way, that's ARPU. The global number will obviously grow a lot faster, but it's still nowhere close. I mean, I guess you're just thinking of the the big ad companies and who they're really targeting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's in America, so the majority of the spending is getting done. Oh yeah. And uh, one other quick potential deal is uh, Uber is trying to acquire Grubhub, um, which would pretty much narrow down the competitive landscape from three players to two. I'm sure there's some smaller ones, but talking about the big boys. Uh, Interesting deal. Both of them kind of bleeding money. They're saying there could be a ton of synergies. I'm always skeptical when they you know, put forth $2 billion in annual cost savings and stuff like that. I don't deny that there will be some synergies, um, but maybe some antitrust issues here. If uh, the merger would give them like a 60% market share or uh, 63%, whatever it is. I think it's 55. Then, okay, DoorDash has that much. I thought they were all like around a third, but yeah. So it, it, it kind of would be pretty unfair to DoorDash in my opinion. Why? How so? 
Well, Door, DoorDash is the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We yeah, did, you're competing oh, yeah, with yeah, two, okay. and then they join forces. It's, it's like you're playing Risk against two people. It's three-way Risk, and two people do an alliance to take you out. Yeah. Kind of horseshit. It is kind of horseshit. So uh, we'll see. Right now, like Grubhub's saying that the uh, offer price, Uber's offering up its shares for it, and its offer price is too low. So no deal yet. And apparently Uber is not close to the idea of doing the same thing with DoorDash if the price is, if the price is right there. So they're putting the pressure. Yeah, they, they have to use their stock to buy it because they're like raising more debt for an acquisition. It's like not really on the table when they're bleeding money and laying off workers right now. Yeah. Have they uh, like have people been ordering more? Like Uber must be Uber must be sh- struggling big time with the Corona, but I think Uber Eats has gone up. But they're just spending more and more money to to push ads and giving free shit, and so I, I don't really know how they're how they're doing with all this going on. But it could yeah, be something obviously that could go on uh, a lot longer. Yeah, orders are up and stuff, but um, it's just a very capital intensive business. Yeah, and not a lot of profit margins. Like you're ordering. T- 20 bucks from mcdonald's what's uber's you know you can see it right it's like they get like two from that type thing yeah it's not much like it yeah other than and the delivery fee it's they're not splitting much. that with mcdonald's and yeah and the drivers and the i'm sure there's all a shitload of returns and fucked up orders and by the way man fucking mcdonald's i ordered it last night on uber eats the guy walked it over so i i i should have just gone the gut delivery somehow and uh they screwed up my order again, it's like the third time. How? And I didn't even call Uber Eats because I ordered two double cheeseburgers. They gave me normal cheeseburgers. It's a huge difference. Yeah, it's not even the price. It's a difference food. in taste. Oh, yeah. It's the bur- well, like the double cheeseburger is just more complete. There's an yeah. extra patty, and I'm pretty sure an extra an extra cheese. There's two cheeses. And now you're just getting a way less bun to fun ratio. Yeah. And the fries were cold as shit. Uh, it was, uh, I mean, I still crushed it. It was good. You, but I was, I was pretty pissed. McDonald's hot fries to, versus McDonald's cold fries is the biggest differential in the history of French fries, I believe. Uh, yeah. I dare you to find, like, even those ripply ones that get all, like, fucking, like, you know those rimply frozen McCain ones that are great with ketchup? Like, even those get pretty shit cold, but, like, I can eat them. Like, McDonald's cold fries, it's like, what the fuck am I putting in my mouth right now? They need some new technology in the fry heating yeah. rack, whatever it's called. They're, they're not plump enough, you know, when they're when – because they're, there's nothing inside of them. So when they're cold, yeah, it's it like really they, isn't. they decompress to cardboard. Yeah, they're not great cold. But hot, like, you just grab off. I'm going to eat that shit like popcorn and shovel it in there, you know? Oh, yeah. The other one last thing on McDonald's was I ordered a large fry like I always do, but it wasn't filled nearly enough. Like, it was pretty much a normal fry in a large fry box. And that was just Garbage. a slap in the face. That was just the cherry of shit on top, cherry on top of the shit, shit Sunday I got from McDonald's. <laughs> oh, Anywho. McDonald's. Uh, maybe some quick hitters here. A couple, yeah. couple chip newses. Um, we mentioned them maybe two pods ago, maybe last pod, uh, Taiwan, uh, semiconductor manufacturing, 
they have reached a deal. I don't know if that's the right terminology. They are building um, a new foundry, a new manufacturing facility in Arizona. It would be a $12 billion factory. I am sure there is some government incentives in there. And it's kind of part of a broader plan. Uh, old Don and the U.S. want to bring more manufacturing into the U.S. We also, you also touched on that last week. Um, yeah. Create a shitload of jobs. And uh, they're currently in discussions with Intel to build one, a new one in the States as well. And uh, causing some frictions because Huawei uses uh, Taiwan Semiconductor. So, and the U.S. really wants to completely put a ban on them. And then NVIDIA unleashed, it was on a YouTube, I don't know if it was like an investor event, it was, it was a conference, but uh, Jensen Huang, what a beast, NVIDIA. He's like in his kitchen, he takes this thing out of his oven, it's, it's the brand new uh, Ampere A100 GPU, uh, just unbelievable stats. Go on YouTube, there's a 10 minute summary of it, I'm not going to bore you guys with Wait, it. What is, what is this thing? It's like a GPU for uh, AI GPU, GPU chip architectures for uh, data center AI. So pretty much like uh, for all the big customers like who have these huge data centers and essentially like it'll reduce like the amount of uh, processors that you need, the amount of space. Like it's just like, a, think of like a super uh, GPU like combined into one. Okay. Whereas before you'd need 10 of them, now you just need one. It's, it's pretty, a it's graphics processing unit. Specialized electronic circuit designed to rapidly manipulate and alter memory to accelerate the creation of images. So as, as we uh, have more and more data collected and, and we deal with more big data and that, just have need for these like incredibly powerful uh, GPUs. Yeah, because I guess the and, more you have, the more space you need for them. The yeah, more well, like these, they're like 200 grand in cost, takes. right? The thing is a beast. He took it out, 200 grand. So you got to imagine like- oven? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, the oven was off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if he was like, it. they can withstand the fucking oven. Like, <laughs> no, he's not Elon Musk, man. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure Amazon and, and, and Microsoft, all them, be ordering a shitload of them. Nice. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Definitely recommend check it out. And then uh, we we also mentioned, I don't know, like three four pods ago. We're talking about uh, Disney naming a new CEO, and it was the CEO of the parks instead of the uh, CEO or the president of the uh, streaming side of the business. Yeah, we were company. a bit curious about that. And sure shit, Kevin Mayer, Meyer, sorry, Kevin, he is uh, the guy who got snubbed for the CEO job. He is piecing out for TikTok, quite a shift in company. Uh, going from fuck when was Disney founded? You know, whatever nineteen forty to uh, the brand new hot media company. It's also Chinese has like Chinese backers, so that's that's kind of weird. I get it from TikTok standpoint with all the scrutiny going on recently with like Luck and Coffee and Chinese fraudulent companies listing on the Nasdaq. The Nasdaq looking to uh, ban them. Uh, good move for them. Good PR move. But uh, I think. Like it has a sky high private valuation right now. That that could be kind of dangerous. I don't know. It's kind of like leaving the safe, comfy nest of Disney and wandering out into the unknown. 
Yeah, you know huge what? Huge risks, but huge payoffs, right? I'm I, sure they I, gave him a fat check. I had actually downloaded TikTok. Remember I, when it came out, I was like, oh, let me check it out. And I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, it's just, it's just, there's no information on it. It's just like, it's just people making like dance videos and stuff like that. Um, but it actually, like, I had to re-download it for something. I had to make a video on it for, for like a work fun thing. And like, yo, it actually, you can do a lot of editing on it. It's fucking crazy. You can add like smoke or like different color changes to videos. You can really edit your videos. You can combine videos. You can add songs to it. Like, but it's like super, super easy. Like even I could figure it out. Um, so I, I, I don't know what the future of, of TikTok would be. Like, is it going to be a viewing, like a platform where people go and actually watch content? I don't know. But like you see a lot of Facebook videos now, a lot of um, Instagram videos are edited on TikTok and then put onto Facebook because the editing tools are just so, so user-friendly and, and so fucking sick. Um, but I, so I don't know what they, where like the, the money play is, but uh, like, I, who knows? I'd be, I, I'd be really interesting, interested to see where, where they end up with this. Cause it's kind of like, remember like people were making Snapchat videos and it was like, Oh, you can add the faces or you can add, like it was easy to like have audio in the background while you're playing music off your phone and also record. Like it had like just good like editing and, and video capture, but TikTok is, is, is way sicker. And then you can even take a video that you already have and, and edit it after. So, uh, they can go all sorts of directions with this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, whether it's like short form instructional videos and how to do things, stuff like that, almost like Pinterest does it. Um, but yeah, I've watched a few videos from, from the girlfriend's phone. She's always on it and some of them are pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, hundred billion is a, that's a, that's a fat valuation. I never trust private valuation. So maybe we'll get an IPO soon and get to get under the hood a bit. I'm sure they, they have such a big valuation because of the technology they've been able to put into it too, right? And not just on their user base. Because mm. if, if Facebook wanted to do this, like it, it's not an easy investment. Like it, the tech is really good. Yeah. I think it's a good, good move by TikTok on the hire for the CEO. Yeah. Really solid move. Maybe lastly, we could pour one out for some uh, companies that have filed for bankruptcy since COVID-19. Most of them old school retail chains. Um, good old JCPenney. It's all inside. All, all those shoes, True Religion jeans, uh, Neiman Marcus, Gold's Gym, J. Crew. Those are just a few. Pour one out. So good night, sweet prince. <laughs> So I'm still confused because, like, I know Aldo still has, like, 15% of their staff left or something like that, right? But yeah, they, so you're, you're, but they you're file for, for bankruptcy. bankruptcy. Yeah, you're basically uh, handing over your assets and, I guess, your liabilities to the debtors, to the bank, and they're going to sell off a shitload. Uh, they'll eat your debt type thing. and But you'll still be able to, like, operate type thing um, in many circumstances, right? And then how so do you it's almost more like a restructuring of all your all your finances. 
And then how do you get out of that after? How do you say like, okay, our economy's opening up, we're doing better, like let's, let's, I want I think there's like clauses in the bankruptcy. Uh, I don't remember them off the top of my head. I definitely learned about them in in business school, but fuck, that was a long time ago. It was a long fucking time ago. Dude, we have interns at work and like, it was like, we we did something, uh, we were like on Zoom chat and it was like, oh, we had to like talk about something and it was like, okay, we'll go youngest to oldest. And I was like, oh, okay, like, what year were you born? And it was like 2002. I was like, what? 2002? Oh, my God. I was thinking, I'm like, are they legally allowed to work? Bro, That's two, fucking young. If you were born in 2000, you're fucking 20. Yeah, I know. I just did the I math. I'm an idiot. But, yeah. That's young. Making me feel old. Yeah. Like, you, you don't remember the Y2K scare. Like, remember that shit? Oh, yeah. I never bought into it. I was, think I was too young to really get into it. Yeah, I but was I in, like, do, elementary do, school, remember. But, like... I vividly remember New Year's I remember people being like, oh, your computers. And I was like, my computer? Like, the thing I played pinball arcade on in Age of Empires? Go <laughs> hearts. You used to have great games of hearts. Free cell and fucking solitaire. I love free cell. Still play free cell. Nice. I never yeah. understood it. It's like a easier solitaire almost. Oh, okay. Like you can win 75 games in a row, 100 games in a row, just crush them. My parents used to play it. Like, Don't fuck up my free cell streak. Don't play free cell. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, I'm playing, playing Age of Empires. Like, the, like to this day, I still think Age of Empires like, is the best game ever. I fucking loved it. Definitely up there. Definitely up there. Finish my gin tonic. Oh, I want another one. I'm so fresh. I've been craving a white Russian because I rewatched The Big Lebowski recently Ooh. for the fifteenth time. You know, um, just too lazy to go get all the ingredients. I mean, the three ingredients. <laughs> yeah. What else have I watched? Yo, good solid rewatch. Glory Road. I don't know if you've ever have you seen Glory Road. I have seen Glory Road. It's been a while. I saw it a long time ago. Ah, it's a great, it's a great flick. For those who are looking for a good sports movie, basketball movie, if you're feeling the basketball vibes after uh, the last dance is finally finished, check out Glory Road, man. No, no well-known actors whatsoever except for Craig Shiloh. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a lot of sports movies, right? Yeah. Well, I feel like uh, yeah. Well, I really want I really want my girlfriend to watch. Uh, what, what was it? Give me a hell. Give me a yeah. What is it called? Alex Moran. BMS. Yeah, Blue Mountain State. Oh, I need I need some Blue Mountain State in my life, man. By the way, did you finish the Last Dance? I did. I did finish the Last Dance. I love Dennis Rodman. I mean, of this course. guy just does whatever the fuck he wants. I love Dennis Rodman. I have his jersey, man. He's awesome. But um, I was thinking early on in the series that Michael Jordan is the biggest alpha male ever. And now I think it's actually Dennis Rodman. Like, he just leaves after game three. doesn't tell anyone. goes to wrestle with Hulk Hogan. Smash. Carmen Electra with him and party. Yeah, it was his girlfriend. And then you find out, like, it's like, it's like, you think, like, they didn't have cell phones and shit. So it's like, where, like, they're, like, asking the coach, like, where's Dennis? Like, they're asking Phil Jackson, like, where's Dennis Rodman? And he's like, he wasn't at practice. 
And then, like, the next time you see him, he's, like, on TV smashing a chair over someone with Hulk Hogan. Like, it's not like, yo, like, where are you at? Like, you know, it's just, like, he's not here. I don't know where he is. (laughs) Like, it's not like there's, I don't know how we fucking pulled that off, man. But, yeah. There's different times. But obviously, it's a super, like, look, I, 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 like, people, everyone's like, yo, Michael Jordan's the fucking greatest ever, like fine i'm not i'm not gonna argue that like i'm not like i can't argue that like no one in their right minds could argue that but it was such a biased documentary obviously right because it's like it was like made by him and he was like he had final cut yeah 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 exactly like approval yeah so so it's like like they didn't show him come out of retirement and suck with the wizards you know, I, they, I wish the ending was there was a little more meat on the bone. Yeah, it same. just kind of ended. And well, because they put all they the blame on Klaus, which okay, yeah. yeah, obviously, but like you know, it's like it's like they make it seem like oh, that was the end of Michael Jordan. He would have won fucking ten more championships, but it's like chill, you know. And then they like it's like they downplay Scottie Pippen so much. Like Scottie Pippen was arguably the second best player in the NBA at that point, and probably the only guy that could have guarded Jordan. He didn't. Uh, he didn't come out of the series looking great, right? No. There's a few incidents that got highlighted. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was. He was unhappy. I, but it's like, you know, it's a Jordan thing. Like it's it's all the quiche money. It's to make him look better than LeBron. You know. But like another thing, people don't realize. And I was actually reading this. Is like, and like you see it. Fuck. When you like, Jordan is just. Like, when you, you see the defense on him, it's absolutely garbage. Like, at one point, you see him go coast to coast, and it's like, you know, no one even, like, got in his way, you know? Like, he's, mm. like, how is Steve Kerr in the, like, I love Steve Kerr, but, like, how is he in the fucking NBA, man? He looks like a 12-year-old. And then <laughs> you also realize that there was no, there was no zone D. Like, now you're allowed to play zone D. So, you're, it's way easier to double-team someone because – when you're, when you're two passes away, so let's say you have someone, like, in the corner, you know, waiting to shoot a three, like, you have to have someone covering him. But with a zone D, anyone who's two passes away, you can literally be, like, eight to ten feet away from him. And then if the pass goes there, it's like you can run back in time. But in Jordan's days, it was all man D. So it's like, man, imagine Kevin Durant or LeBron James or Kobe or, like, any of these guys, like Kyrie Irving, just always just played one-on-one. No shit. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, opinion too much. I, I don't know my basketball as well as you, obviously. But uh, I could definitely get where you're coming from. And, you know, in the end, I, I absolutely really enjoyed the series. It yeah, was okay. uh, with a, in a world of no sports right now is exactly what we needed. Yeah, for sure. I loved it. I loved it. Now I get to watch Tom Brady and play against Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods this weekend. Yo, what is that? Golf? Just like for charity. It's just a yeah, match, like a skins match. Tiger and Peyton versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Who are you going for? Um, I don't really care. Who do I think? I, I'm probably going to bet on it because I haven't bet on it something in forever. And uh, I don't know who I'm going to bet on yet. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put a I'm beer. Probably gonna bet on, I'm probably going to bet on Brady and, and Phil, but... I'll have to see where the money's coming in. Well, let me know. But if you want to put a beer chug on it, I'm I'm, I'm pretty game. Yeah, sure. I'll take I whoever I you lost, don't want. I haven't lost a sports bet against you in a while. That's true. I I'll take whoever you don't want. Okay. Well, I, really I want care. I want Brady's a buck now, so I'm gonna take Brady and Phil. All right. So I got Tiger and Pey- Peyton. 
Perfect. Let's do it. All right. Gentlemen's Booked. agreement. All yep. right. We rambled enough at the end of that. I think I'm ready to, uh, ready to check out of here. Yep. All right. So from all of us here at Los Business Boys, thank you for tuning in as always. And we'll check you later. Peace out.